What was the relationship like with your dad? This podcast, Military Veteran Dad, is brought to you by the Business of Fatherhood, an effort by me to help you become a better dad. By helping dads create a lasting feeling of change on the inside, help them grow through generational trauma, and by redefining the definition of living. There is more to life than being alive. Find out more information about this, head on over to bencloy.com or check out the Business of Fatherhood podcast on any and all platforms. Dory 1, this is Fireteam Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to Military Veteran Dad. This is episode 164, and I am your host, Ben Colloy. Can you guys believe we've gone 164? We are climbing up to 200, and thinking back to 2019, when this podcast first launched, thinking that making it to episode 164, let alone 100, or even shooting for the moon at 200, I wouldn't have honestly thought this podcast would have gone as far, that many people would have gotten as much value out of it, but man, this podcast has helped me in ways that I'm still always understanding, and that I probably will never fully understand the impact that this podcast has had on my life. If it has had an impact on your life and you want to help me help this podcast, share it with a friend. If you get value out of this episode, if you've gotten value out of any other episode, share it with a military dad. A military dad being one active duty or someone that's a veteran, maybe a reservist. This podcast needs to get into more hands It is not enough hands out there for all the military dads. So if you've gotten value, I ask that you please share it. I would be forever humbly grateful. Going to change it up a little bit. We're going to go to a top five episode instead of an interview show. Calendar got a little bit mixed up. So this is going to be something that's going to be a little bit of bonus. And we'll hopefully get back to the interview shows next week. So this week, what I've got prepared for you is five reasons to love being a military dad. I know there's a lot of different people out there that maybe struggle to identify with being a military dad. These two words don't really go well in their mind, maybe, that I'm in the military, but I don't actually get to be a dad, or I have to be in the military, or I have to be a veteran, and like this idea of connecting these two just make it really difficult. Well, if you're new to the podcast or you've been a long-time listener, I'm going to kind of string all of the things that I've mentioned over 163 episodes of why being a military dad, why this podcast exists, why its focus is to help you come home because there are some great things baked into the title of being a military dad that only you have access to. So let's get started with our five reasons. Number one, we have a view of the world that only on average 7% of the population has. Let's break that down. Think about this. Every person who served on active duty is on active duty right now or has served in some type of capacity that's currently as a veteran status that is alive right now, that makes up about 7% of the population. That means that 7% of the population has experienced life in a way that the others couldn't even come close usually, either through war, 
through deployments, through training, through boot camp, through adversity. There is a depth to this view that we don't really give ourselves enough gravitas to feel. Because essentially, think about this. When I take this idea that you have something that only 7% of the population has, you also now, and we're going to dive into this a little bit deeper as we work through our top five here, you have something that you can give to your kids that's an advantage. You have something to gift to your kids that gives them a leg up, that helps them experience life on a different level, and it gives them that upper hand to get into life. Even from the just the basic advantage of the GI Bill and being able to pass that down to your kids to get a college education without having to worry about debt. These ideas are pretty simplistic, but I don't think the civilian population realizes some of the advantages they have. And I know the military population kind of just leaves this behind. We always struggle in our transition to figure out what the military gave us, to figure out how to use it, to apply it in the civilian world. And I think we don't give it enough credit in this category of being a dad. Because as a dad, you have something that no one else can touch. So remember that what you've experienced, how you've seen the world, how it showed up to you, where you've traveled to, all of these different things, whether you've been to war, all of these different things make you so unique that if you were able just to pass a fraction of that on to your kids, they will be that much stronger and more capable of who they can become. Number two, leading in from capability, we have a massive amount of trained capability baked into us. Let me unpack that a little bit. Think about all the different things that you were taught. Think about all the different mindsets and things that you had to overcome to get where you are today. There is different things within boot camp. There's firing the M16. There's different TAD trainings. There's infantry training. Depending on your career, your job, you might have been exposed to different capabilities of how to think, how to train, how to manipulate people. Maybe if you were an intelligence officer or worked with any of those areas where you actually have to like understand some human psychology or think about the capabilities to manage an aircraft. Think of the detail orientation that it takes to manage an F-16 or a helicopter. All of these different things give you capabilities. And why capability is so important is because you probably have heard me said, if you're a long-time listener, I don't want my kids to have a better life than I did. I want my kids to have a more capable life than I had. Capability comes from experience. Capability comes from training. Capability comes from the things that you've learned and how you've experienced your life. So remember that what you've learned, what's gotten you to where you are right now, that capability to get to that point, again, if you can pass that down to your kids, they will have an advantage that no one else can touch. Because most civilians, they pick one thing and that becomes their thing. In the military, you do have that one thing. But very rarely are you trained in only one job. And very rarely are you just not sharpening all the different tools from your minds, your muscles, your body. All these different skill sets get honed, trained, and focused when you're in the military. So remember, your capability is what you want to pass on. And military dads are perfectly aligned with that capability. Number three, stories. Now, these are some stories that maybe 
X-rated PG-13 that may be a little bit too sensitive for your kids to hear initially when they're younger. But at some point, every story that you have, whether it be a horrific story from war or maybe just a story of overcoming adversity from boot camp, all of these stories create lessons. And one of the best ways to teach your kids about who you are is through stories, that your stories help them understand who you are. I think one of the most powerful things we don't realize and we underestimate, whether it be civilian or even a veteran or in the active duty community, is having your kids understand who you are, how you lived, and the stories that made up your life. Because as a veteran, you are only forgotten when no one remembers your name. And remembering your name is how you create a legacy. If you don't pass on anything worth remembering, no one's going to remember what you did. No one's going to remember the significance you had in their life or in your family tree. Stories are those things that can be passed down from generation to generation and can make up those things that you'd pass on. And maybe you've had those stories in your life where you pass on, or maybe if you've got military history in your family, there's a war story from World War I or World War II. Those stories live. If those stories live, you live. If you want to live well beyond your time here on earth, pass on your stories because different things come in your kids' lives. And instead of just telling them what's right and what's wrong, use a story. Use a story to teach them. Use a story to influence them, to get them to understand how you lived, where you are, how you got there, and then also that wisdom. Because whether you're there or not, that story is going to be in the back of their head and they're going to be able to draw from it. And you might not know when your time is up here on earth, but if they know your stories, they're going to know how to tap into dad's wisdom because they're going to have these examples of how he lived. And again, to me, those anchor memories, those anchor stories, those are extremely important as you cultivate a strong relationship with your kids. Number four, this one's a little bit sensitive, but nevertheless, I believe it's an important part to hone in on the best parts of being a military dad. In the military, I've often heard it said, I've seen the best leaders in the military, and I've seen some of the worst leaders in the military. It doesn't matter whether it's the Navy SEALs, the Marine Corps, Air Force, Navy, or the Army. There is examples of both on clear sides of that. So this lesson essentially ties down to you've seen the best of people at their worst time, and you've also seen the worst of people in their worst times, and you have this contrast of humanity. You have in war, maybe, where people are diligently hating you, attempting to try to kill you. And then you have these other moments where you maybe have someone on the side of you saving your life. Or you see a humanitarian fighting to feed these kids or to give them a soccer ball type moments. You see humanity at its best and you see humanity at its worst. Most Americans never experience any real diversity from the contrast of humanity. They see it on the news, and that's the most context they get of the dark side of humanity and the light side of humanity, and they have to live their life somewhere in the middle. If you can understand how those things shaped you, how they understand how they shaped your decisions in life and allowed you to maybe be more empathetic to shape and modify how you think and make decisions based on where someone's operating, that right there, that character trait, you pass that on to your kids, they are going to be able to have some amazing skill sets in life because life doesn't necessarily get any different. It's just different contrasts and different experiences. And you may not be in war, but at work, there are definitely the worst of people and there are the best of people. If you can help your kids understand both, if you can help them understand how to get through both, and if you can understand how to identify those people, 
you will be able to give again, give your kids an edge on emotional intelligence that most people won't even be able to touch. And to wrap up, number five. This one is fun. To close it out, this one is we know how to adventure. Whether it be camping on the middle of Camp Pendleton or whether it be doing these crazy things out of airplanes, we know where the edge of life is and we know how to find it. We know how to create it. We know how to kind of do crazy a little bit. Now, you're not going to take your kids on a crazy military-style mission, but we know how to get that feeling and adrenaline of where you're on the edge of living. It's often said when you're jumping out of an airplane, I've not jumped on an airplane, this advice is passed on, that like you feel the fear right up into the edge. And then the moment you push past that door, you feel the fear leave your body. And there's just nothing but the experience. You know how to create that. You know how to teach your kids to create it. You know how to invite it into their life. And adventure is such a simple tool to teach your kids about living and having fun. And you don't have to do it on a crazy level. I've shared many adventure stories in this podcast, whether it be a scooter adventure, a bike adventure, or just throwing everything in the car and going on a day adventure to find a random ice cream shop an hour away. You have this capacity to create adventure. Channel it. Use it. And help your kids experience life on a way, again, that only a few have ever been able to experience. 7%. 7% is how many people have the opportunity to do what you have. You can give your kids a capable life, a fulfilling life, and one where they know how to access the joy, the fun, the experience, the thrills, and not get caught up in the hustle and bustle that we often get caught up in the American dream. The American dream is not about these eight to five things, that this debt, the car payment, the house, the suburbia. The American dream is about living living and experiencing freedom in a way that we know how to do. We fought for it. We've seen what it looks like without it. These are things, as a military dad, you have an amazing ability to hone, to do, and to keep going. So that is my five reasons to love being a military dad. I would love to hear your feedback on this. Drop me an email, ben at militaryveterandad.com. Otherwise, we'll be back next week to close out this show. And have an amazing week. We'll do it all over again next week.